Welcome back to the Simply Sisters podcast. I'm Corby. And I'm Chrissy. And today we're going to be talking about therapy versus non-therapy. Yay, I'm so excited. I'm such a huge advocate for therapy about everything. Yeah, not me. Anyways, so what happened good to you today? Or not today, this week. I got my hair did. You're welcome. Thank you. What happened good to me? I don't know, to tell you the truth. I have no idea. I haven't really left my house. True. So, yeah. I mean, you woke up. Yeah. We still bought all the stuff for Thanksgiving. So. And it didn't break our bank. Thank God. What happened bad to you? I don't really think anything. Honestly. Uh, what happened bad to me is my kid won't leave my Christmas shit alone. <laughs> oh, child. Oh, Anyways, what'd you do good for somebody? I ain't done good for no one. You ain't done nothing at work? No. Your hair looks blue in this lot. I know. At work, it looked black, though. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, what happened? What did I do good for somebody? Yeah. I did your hair. Thanks, boo. The whole day, pretty much. From nine to like two. Three, really. Yeah, three. How many hours is that? I have no idea. Six hours. That's a lot. (laughs) But it used to take us like till midnight. Yeah. So anyways, you can gather by the way we started this that I went to therapy. I did not. Y'all, she's slow and it's annoying. Anyways. (laughs) I didn't know where you were going with that. (laughs) Well, if I say I went to therapy, what would you automatically say? Okay, and? And you would say, I didn't. No, because fuck therapy. We're talking about therapy versus non-therapy. Okay, anyways. God. So, you've said before you tried therapy, and you went to how many sessions? One, two? It was about three. Three or four. I went for two years. Not me. Working on myself. Can't relate. I mean, I want to say, like, therapy, honest to God, helped me so much. And it wasn't just with, like, therapy brought up some shit that I didn't know was hidden. So, there's that. (laughs) No, like, therapy helped me process everything that was happening to y'all. And, like, my role versus basically being an outsider looking in when I've never played that role before. Mm -hmm. So, it kind of helped me, like, understand that no matter what, I couldn't do anything. Like, I, I was doing what I could at the time. That's all I could do. But it also helped me, like, it made me realize that I do have OCD. I've always said it, but everybody's like, no, you don't. But I do. And, I, you know, I got diagnosed with depression. Yay, me. Um, and generalized anxiety slash intense. Because I have it about everything. Literally everything. It just, I don't know. And it brought up, like, I always knew that we had, like, grudges and everything and resented Lonnie. But I never realized I resented Mom. Marianne. Never realized it until I went to therapy. Because it wasn't easy. Yeah. Lonnie was easy. Didn't matter. It was easy. So, like, it brought up more. And the whole reason why that got brought up is because we were talking about if I resented her for everything that happened to y'all. And I was like, well, yeah. It's bullshit. She wasn't a mom. 
And she was like, all right, well, let's talk about what she was to you. And I was like, no, we're not. She's like, yeah, we are. I was like, no, we're not. She's like, for you. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> so you don't call the shots here. I do. Yeah. So what would you say, like, did you get anything out of, like, your three sessions? Good, bad, the ugly, the pretty, whatever. Did you get anything? I mean, no, not really. Nothing. Sorry, y'all. I mean, they told me I had depression. Which we already knew that. Yeah. So, that to probably go back and get put on medicine I feel like for you that. should go back, but, you know. I know I should. I just, well, like, how it was my first time going to therapy. That's my cat attacking. Man, fucking crackhead. A thing with Christmas ornaments on it. <laughs> like, how it was my, like, first time going to therapy, I don't want to go back and it be like that again. But that's what I think I've been trying. I like, not that I think I know. I've been trying to tell you, you don't have to have the same therapist as you did before. I know. You can tell like, them, I don't want a th- that therapist. I didn't click. We didn't vibe. I don't want it. But you're so fucking afraid of it. I am. And this comes back from last week when we talked about our family does not want anyone to talk about <laughs> fucking anything this is just let's bury it deep 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 down and then one day something's gonna fucking happen and we're gonna fucking explode like i did yep and then i don't think i'll ever explode though i think you will i think you i don't know you I mean like our brother went through therapy too you know yeah he went and did all that. So, he went, well, I don't say all that. He went, but he didn't, he didn't go to therapy long. And he really wasn't a talker. He's went twice. I didn't know he went to therapy. Yeah, he went when we were younger, when everything happened between him and mom, and that's how he ended up living with Debbie mm-hmm. and grandma. And then he went again when he was older, and he chose to go when he was older. He went when he was older for his anger. Hmm. You learn something new every day. Something. But, um, I don't know. And I'm really big on not every therapist isn't the same. They're literally not. Like, my therapist was good for me. Yours wasn't. Chase's therapist didn't make him say anything. And a lot of them don't make you talk if you don't want to talk. They'll yeah. ask you questions. And if all you're going to answer is yes and no, then that's all you're going to answer. You know, I've thought about ever since I finished therapy, which when all this came out, I was already going to be released from therapy because we thought that I had already, I've learned all the coping skills, but then all this happened and it was like, oh shit, never mind. We're going to stay in a little bit and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So I just feel like you should try it again. I'm so sorry y'all that I keep you on and I have no idea why. <laughs> that was me last week. 5 a.m. is it, y'all, it. But anyways... Yeah. I just, every therapist is different. Everybody has, they do different ways of, like, counseling you. It's not like you see on the TV. You literally, you don't go to, I mean, like, there, I'm sure there are therapists out there. But, like, therapists we have, you don't go in and sit on a fucking long couch and lay no, down. you go in and you sit in front of a desk. Yeah. In a chair. And it's like. My therapist always had the lights turned off and had lamps and stuff. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like, it was cool. Like, it wasn't... My therapist's desk was so freaking empty, it looked like she was brand new. 
Oh, mine wasn't. Mine had... It was so freaking empty. All she had was her computer in the corner. And I just hit my mic. I'm sorry. The uh, calendar. Oh, that's you sit. it? Yeah. So I was like and going to a doctor's like a office. Yeah. See, my therapist was not. Like, she I had. I have been to your therapist. Yeah, y'all sat in on a, a session. So, I mean, like, my therapist was cool. She had, like, pictures everywhere and all this everywhere and signs everywhere. All of it. So, she was cool. Yeah. I just, I know I need to go to therapy, but I don't want to. Mm. Therapy helped me. And I know it'll help me, but it I'm will. scared. I feel like you need to go to therapy before you get married. You don't love yourself. I do. No, you don't. I do. Not completely. You can't tell me I don't love myself because I do and I, I know I do. But I see the way you treat yourself. You, do you love mean? yourself to an extent, but you don't love yourself completely. What do you mean how I treat myself? Because you still look for validation out of other people and you still look for happiness in other people. How do I look for validation out of other people? Because I ask people, do, you, do I look good? No, not just that. You want <laughs> You want people to tell you you did a good job. You want people to acknowledge stuff. Okay, and that's not, there's nothing wrong with that. But there, but I'm not saying there that is. That doesn't mean I don't love myself. Everybody wants validation, but, Corby, you don't love yourself 110%. But I've always looked for validation in other people. Guess what will help with that? Say it with me. Therapy. Y'all, welcome to the real life of us being sisters because this is exactly what we argue about because I call her out on her bullshit. She gets mad and I'm like, well, you'd listen. It took me a very long time to love my, start loving myself. I know, and I'm not saying that's... I mean, like, there are days I don't love myself. I mean, yeah, there's going to be days where you don't love yourself. Yeah, I don't love myself right now because I gained weight. Damn snacks. But you're beautiful the way you are. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't <laughs> give a shit. My ass can... I'm just kidding. She's fat as fuck in real life. I'm not. not she really. is. She You're bigger is. than me, so shut up. <laughs> Anyways. Because <laughs> um, it helped me. It helped me get the coping mechanism. And then it's like, okay, y'all, if you don't know me in real life, you'll never know. But I make a list every fucking day. And I think we've kind of got on it a little bit in this podcast, but not a lot. I literally make a list from the time I wake up till the time I go to bed. And I put everything I have to do on there. It's and very annoying and very long. Oh, uh, there is 42 things on my list today. I don't understand why you put, like, every little thing you have to do. Like, wake up. Wake Camden up. Wake Colton up. Take Camden to school. Go home. Pick Corby and Wyatt up. Take Corby to work. And so on because and so forth. Like that, it doesn't, it's, what's the point? It's part of my OCD that my OCD stems from being in traumatic situation when I was younger and not having the control all the, like, no, I won't say all the time. It wasn't me not having control. It was like, there was no control over anything. Like we didn't know. So like, do you have like a, I don't know, like, do you freak out if something happens and it's like, you not, have to go do something and you're not, and it's not on your yes. list? Yes. Like when you had to go pick Timmy up? Internally, it it drives me insane. I I don't show it a lot because it's something that I have learned to mask. It's not really mask. It's I used to freak out. And then as I went to therapy and we talked about this, because I have OCD stemming from traumas in childhood. It's, It's part of my PTSD, my anxiety, and all that. So when I had, like, picking Timmy up, what, what day was that, Monday? No, Tuesday. Tuesday. I was 
I'm not done cleaning my house. And normal people be like, oh, well, you know, it happens. I'll just do it in the morning. In my mind, it was, oh, my fucking God. Now I'm going to have to stay up later. And I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, this is not on my list. What do I do? Like, I freak out internally (laughs) because it's no one's. When stuff like that happens, it's not like it's people's fault. It's really not. It's not my fault. It's it's the world. Like, it just happens. So I have learned to not necessarily internalize it, but work through it in my mind. Like the devil and the angel. You know, the devil. The devil is like my OCD and it's like, no, you can't do this. Like, you're going to fail today. You can't do anything now. Like, nothing's going to go the way you want it. And then the angel is like, it's okay. We'll breathe. You know, we can go get them, come back. You have two options. Finish it tonight or do it in the morning. Either way, it's getting done. (laughs) And that's just something I had to learn through therapy because I didn't know how. I used to flip my shit when stuff like that would happen. But now I know how to talk myself off that edge. You know, and one thing it also helped me with was the way that I looked because all my friends were super skinny. My mom used to tell me I'm fat, you know. All of that. All my friends were always smaller than me. My mom was smaller than me. Everybody was smaller than me. I had boobs. There was nothing. And I had thighs. There's nothing I can do about it. It's just genetics. Yeah. So I would look at myself and tear myself down. It took me so, like, 24 years almost to figure out how to love me for me. You know, and I was bigger than I am now at that point. And I think that was a big issue, too, because then Scott was in the picture, and he was saying, you got to lose weight. No one's going to love you unless you lose weight, blah, 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 blah. So, like, in therapy, I learned every morning, I don't have to look in a mirror to do it, because you don't. I say three negative things about myself. But then, with those three negatives, you reinforce them by saying, you know, it's okay, because we'll do it the next day. You know, like Tuesday, I didn't walk or nothing because I was congested and I just didn't feel good. So that was a negative. It's like you're not doing anything to help you lose weight. But the positive was, yes, I am. Because just because I missed one day doesn't mean I'm going to fail. Because it's kind of like that negative is mom. All the people in school who used to make fun of me. You know, it's everybody. Like you have to acknowledge the negative side of you. To be able to reinforce it with a positive side. And that's what I learned in therapy. It's not just doing daily affirmations. If you're not understanding them or not completely, you know, falling through the affirmation, then what are you doing? You're just saying words. I've learned how to put that stuff in, you know, in effect is this is what, you know, yeah, this is what someone can pick on me for. But ha ha ha, I win because this is actually what happened. And I think that everybody can use that. And I think that's going to be a big tool for you if you were to do it. It sucks. It was hard for me to pick out negatives in the beginning. Bitch, I'm perfect. You say that, then when you go to pick out (laughs) negatives, you're like, I don't know. Like, no, that's too harsh. And sometimes you have to be harsh with yourself, and that's what my therapist taught me too, is sometimes you have to bring yourself back down to reality. You have to be like, damn, bitch, you gained weight. And that's what I had to do. It's You know, I'm not going to lie. Don't hate me when I say this. But as soon, like when you said that you were going to quit your job, I told Timmy that you were going to gain weight and you were not going to be happy oh, with know. your weight after you quit. And then it happened and I'm like, oh, shit. 
Should I tell her? Should I not tell her? I don't care because I knew that. I told y'all that. I told y'all before I quit. I said, you know when I quit. Yeah, but when I brought it up to you, you were like, no, I'm not because I'm going to, you know, work on. And I did. For like the first week, I was still working on it. Yeah, and then it was like, ooh, snacks. All the good snacks started coming out. Colton was like, mommy snacks. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and. And then summer happened, and so Camden was home, and you had to buy more snacks. Yeah. And so, but it was just something I have to come to effects with, like, you know, if you know me, you know, I never drink water. I I hate water. And now look at you. That's all you freaking drink. You have, like, one or two sodas a day. Yeah, like, I've only had one soda today, and that's it. I ain't had none. (laughs) But for me, that's good. Yeah. For me, one soda is equivalent to a normal person having none. But I've learned to balance. I drink a water and first thing in the mornings and I drink water out before I go to bed those two are a hundred percent I have to drink water in the morning and I have to drink water I just want to see you drink just a regular bottle of water no I can't with no flavor I can't it's gross it makes me want to throw up (laughs) just one sip I no I hate it how do you not like regular water I will chug regular I think it's because it has no flavor because you're so used to sodas yeah and I grew up on Kool-Aid literally See, I can drink regular water. But you didn't grow up like me. You didn't always have Kool-Aid. And yes, we did. It. Not the Kool-Aid Mama used to make. No, I used to make Kool-Aid. You had the container that you didn't have that sugar to, right? I mean, we still added sugar. Oh, well, Mama. Because that's how Scott told me to make it. So. Yeah, because it's the good way to make Kool-Aid. But, like, y'all got a soda here and there. Yeah. We didn't. Our soda was Sprite. That's not a fucking soda. I mean, it is, but not really. And then we went to Lonnie's, and he had Mountain Dew. and That's where your Mountain Dew addiction started, yeah, ain't it? Yeah, it is 100%. That's all he drinks. Still to this day. That's all he drinks. That and Dr. Pepper. Which Dr. is funny. Because that's so, Mountain Dew is your soda. Yeah. Dr. Pepper is my soda. That's funny. But, I mean, that's just something I had to learn was, all right, we can still have a snack, but... I eat breakfast every morning now, you know? Not me. I starve myself. I don't eat lunch. Normally. I don't really starve myself. Don't take that seriously. If though. I do eat lunch, it's a small lunch. I, my biggest thing is I need to learn portion yes. control. Like, I do not know. Like, I can't do a small portion because then I'm like, I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that still. Anyway, it's back to therapy. <laughs> but therapy did teach me how to completely love myself. That no matter what I said or did or what anybody else said, no one can tear me down like I can tear down myself. That's deep. Yeah, and that's what I learned in therapy. And I learned <laughs> how to, if I do, because you're your own self, you're your own worst self-critic. Mm-hmm. No one can criticize you worse than you can. And one therapy session was sitting there and just naming off every single thing about me that was bad you know i smoked i drank that's a song um (laughs) um i cuss my weight's not where it should be you know i don't always act like a lady i burp out loud i you know have a temper it was like literally every little thing Mm -hmm. and she wrote them down as i said them and i'm telling you it was probably a page long because Damn. she was like, get deep. Like, you know, I talk bad about myself. I talk about people. Okay, I normally joke about people, and it's not my fault. So, you shouldn't do stupid shit, and I wouldn't joke about you. Um, 
But then it was, she'd be like, all right, so your first one is you cuss. What's something positive? And I'm like, I don't know. Some people deserve to be fucking cussed at. No, it, and that's why I said, I was like, well, I was like, people deserve it. And she's like, no, 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 about you. What is something positive about you with cussing? I said, I have a very colorful vocabulary. She's like, there you go. Because <laughs> it is, it was like, okay, this negative might be a negative, but how can you make it a positive? Therapy taught so how me did that. you make smoking a positive? That I didn't kill nobody. Okay. okay. I guess that is a positive. And also, it, it was an addiction, but it's better than what my parents were addicted to. True. So. What about drinking? There wasn't. A, uh, I tried. And I don't even remember what I said. What would be a positive about drinking? A glass of wine a day keeps doctors away. True. True. Or a bottle of wine a day keeps the doctors away. I don't even remember. I turned it into positive and she was like, okay. Sure. You know, but. Let's the edge off a little bit. That's basically what I learned. I just, I learned how to love me. I learned that it's okay to be mad at my parents. Um, I didn't really put it into action about not every action needs a reaction until last year. But I'm still working on it. I'm doing better. I've used what I know. Um, I've learned that even though I am very independent, I also need to learn how to let people in and ask for help. And I hate that. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Literally hate it. I learned that I need to be medicated to help with my mood swings. I learned that. Thank God you are. Yeah. I have signs of bipolar, but I haven't been diagnosed yet because I, I didn't quit going to therapy. I was dismissed, meaning I had, you know, we talked about stuff. We worked. My therapist thought I was at a good spot, mm-hmm. but I have thought about going back. See, I want your therapist. We just got to keep figuring a therapist out. Like, you don't have to have my therapist. You can have. I want your therapist. No, you can find your own therapist. <laughs> I don't even know if she's still there, honestly. I don't know. I thought about going back. I'm going to call and ask. Like, hey, is whatever her name is there? I don't, <laughs> I don't even know her name. name. I don't remember her last name. Which one of her name? Her name was Stephanie. She was a badass, pretty much. She changed her glasses all the time with what she was wearing. Oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Just like your glasses right now match your shirt. And my hair. And your hair. Ish. Mm-hmm. Not so more much like now. green now. I know. I need to do my hair, but... It looks like I've been in a pool. <laughs> oh, well. Oops. Don't mind me and my hair. I'm, it's a journey, okay? We're learning to love our hair again. Kind of. Oh, I think Jesus, y'all. I'm tired today. I feel a nap coming. I learned that I can be very optimistic about most things, but with relationships... Like romantic ones, I wait for the shoe to drop all the time. I am more ready to run than I am to stay. Now that you're with John, John's the first person I never wanted to run. I wanted it to work. That's crazy. I know. Everybody else, it was let me have my defense up all the time. All the time. Was, oh, you're going to say this? Well, guess the fuck what? I'm I'm more petty than you are. And that's literally, I mean, that's what it was. It is what it is. That's how it was. Not just in romantic, every, everywhere. I was, you want to you wanna fight? Let's go. Because I'm not on the offense. I'm always on the defense. Yeah. 
and it, it wasn't healthy. I learned how to try to set, not try, like how to set healthy boundaries and maintain those boundaries. I have boundaries. You know, I have boundaries with mom. And I have boundaries with grandma. I think that's something I need to learn is boundaries. I have boundaries with my own kids. Do you have boundaries with me? Yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not about, and like when people say boundaries, you don't have to inform the other person that that's your boundary. Obviously not. Well, because like you can set your own boundaries for everything. Like my own boundary is, okay, if I feel myself getting 100% heated where I'm about to act like a fucking lunatic, I'm going to walk the fuck away now. When used to, I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd go toe-to-toe with everybody. It didn't fucking matter. Now I'm like, mm, I don't need that in my life no more. And I'll walk away. Mm-hmm. That's a boundary I have with everybody. With mom, my boundary is I don't share everything with her. It's not her, it's not her business. You can't, make, you can't be here and act like you're proud of me when three seconds later or three seconds earlier you were talking shit to me you know like I could do xyz better or well why didn't you do this why didn't you do that and she does that to me because I allowed her to do that to me I used to allow her to speak the way that she did to me all the time that woman would cuss me the fuck out and I would break down and cry all the time even as an adult and then I went to therapy I and I realized, why am I allowing someone else to do this to me? I'm a strong ass fucking person. I have been through so much, through hell and back, started raising kids at a young fucking age, literally carried everyone on my back. The world has constantly been on my shoulders in this family. I am, after grandma, I am the second person that holds this family together. Nah. Who else does? Grandma. I like cousin and everything wise. Like you hold like No, me, not them. No. You. Yeah. Our, fam- our families together. I hold it together after But you grandma. don't hold the whole family together. I hold That's most grandma. of it together. Not after really. after grandma. Not really. Except minus a couple cousins. That's because they get them on So you, you literally hold the side of the family that we see every day yeah, which is fine i hope i mean i'm the one who reached out you know and got to talk to our brother and everything i talked to our si- other siblings more because mm-hmm. um i am the anchor and for a long time it held a different meaning for me that meaning it wasn't an anchor i was trapped that's what i was i was trapped if i didn't do things my own way then if I tried to do it my own way our family would have fell apart and I struggled with being pissed at myself for staying for a guy when in re- instead of going off to school but in reality I didn't stay for him I stayed for y'all you know and that's the truth it yeah. sucks I'm, I never admitted myself until I went admitted that to myself until I went to therapy it is what it is. And I don't blame y'all. I'll never blame y'all for that. That was me. But I felt, I knew deep down if I would have went off to school, something was going to happen. 
I didn't go off to school and something still happened. So just imagine the blame that I would have put on myself if I went away. Yeah. Even if I just went to Kate or, you know, Jonesboro, I still would have held the same blame. But more. So, I mean, that's something I learned in therapy is I hold... My parents put me on the pedestal. And I always thought it was my responsibility to stay there. So when I did fuck up after high school, I was more disappointed that I let other people down than in myself. And that's not okay. I shouldn't. And that's what mom threw at me. Well, you have younger siblings looking up to you. I get that. But why is it my responsibility? You know, and that's what I I was struggling with. And, you know, when I went to therapy and we talked about all of it, I fucked up because I was tired of sitting on the pedestal. And instead of looking at them and say, hey, take me off of it. I'm not perfect. Quit treating me like it. Yeah. Treat me like a fucking person. I I went a whole different route. And that is what it is. I regret everything. You know, and I did write after that. I've never turned back and went that way again. You know. Proud of you, boo. Me too. But, that, I mean, it just, therapy brought out a lot. I can't tell you how many times I cried in therapy. I think that's what I'm scared of. Is crying? No, is it bringing up so much shit. But it's so good to that talk I to somebody about it. buried. But and that's, I don't want to be brought up. You're never going to heal. Unless you will allow all the stones to be turned over. I don't want them to be. But they need to be. I've already told you this. I'll tell you again. You don't let the stones get turned over. You're not setting an example for your son. About being healthy mentally, physically, and emotionally. Because emotionally, you are not open. No. What do you mean? What do you mean? Not open. Because you, you just say, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by what do I mean? Is what I meant. Like, emotionally, I'm not open. Like, what do you mean by that? How am I? There, you are about to get married. Yeah. In less than a year. Yeah. And there is stuff emotionally that you have buried down. Emotions about stuff that has happened. That Timmy doesn't even know. Because you don't want to open up about it. You emotionally don't want other people to comfort you about those situations. You want to say, fuck it, it's deep down, no one's ever going to know. Well, what's going to happen is, Timmy's going to say something without even knowing that he's going to trigger it, like mom did to me, like this year. Yeah. And you're going to lose. In April, on Timmy's birthday. And you're going to lose your shit on Timmy for no reason. And he's going to be like, what the fuck did I do? And you're going to want him to take blame for it. But he can't because he didn't do it. You did it. Because you have yet to emotionally open up. And I don't think you'll ever get there mentally or emotionally until you get help. I don't think therapy fixes everyone's problems. I want to make that very clear. Therapy does not fix everybody's fucking problems. I still work every fucking day on things I learned constantly apologizing when I fuck up or not even that 
not that I apologize. Like, you apologize. I'm sorry. You apologize for everything. I am, oh, if I do one little thing wrong, I blow the, well, not as much now that I'm medicated. But, like, I blow the fuck up. Because that's what mom did. Mm -hmm. Mom would blame me and blame me and blame me and then get mad. That is one of my biggest problems is I do apologize for every little thing. I know, and it pisses me off. So much. I hate when you constantly I can't. I can't help it because I feel like everything's my fault. Because I feel like I have to make everyone happy. And if I do one little thing and it makes someone upset, I have to apologize for it because now they're not happy. I mean, I and that's the people way. pleaser in me. I can't get rid of that. You don't have to, but you have to, like, really. I mean, I can lighten up on it a little bit. I know I can. But. Yeah. And I feel like I kind of have at work. Like, it's not my mission to make sure everybody's happy. Yeah. At work. Yeah. But, like, at home. I mean, I don't be making you happy because fuck you. No, you're taking my baby away on Christmas. Oh, my God. Y'all, can y'all please tell this bitch that it is perfectly okay for me to have Christmas at my house with my son and my fiance? Tell her no. Without them? Tell her no. It's okay. You can say no. Oh, my God. It's okay. Why? Well, already said he wants to do Christmas here. But he's not. We're doing Christmas. Now, uh-uh. if, Timmy, if Timmy is out on the road on Christmas Eve, we will stay over here. Exactly. But... I'm telling you right now, anytime he's home. We have a deal. No, me and Timmy no. have an agreement. I don't care. I trumped Timmy in this no, situation. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Because who wears the pants in the relationship? Sorry, me. babe. But I do. Me. No, I'm not talking about in the relationship of me, you, Timmy, John, and Chrissy. I'm, <laughs> I'm you Timmy and Chrissy. And I'm talking about in the relationship of me and Timmy. Me. I do. No, every other year. No, if Timmy... This if, is a custody battle and now, I win. Now, look. If Timmy is gone for Christmas two years in a row, we'll do Christmas here. But then if he's home for Christmas two years in a row, we're doing Christmas at our house. And then after that, every other Christmas. If he's home. Every if, other Christmas. Okay, whatever. Fine. Whatever. But if he's home two years in a row for Christmas, we're doing it. We'll see. Uh, it's not we'll see. It's yes, what, ma'am. They, what if he doesn't get home till late Christmas? Okay. Then, I like, mean, like, I mean, like get, when I say Christmas, I mean like Christmas Eve. You know what I mean? Like, if he's home on Christmas Eve, Eve. and Christmas like, Day. Like, at a decent time. Yeah. Not we'll 1 Christmas o'clock in the morning. morning. Yeah, fuck that. I'm saying over I'm here. I'm going to call then. Dot and have him make sure he's out every year for Christmas. Bitch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They won't I care. I fucking hate you. <laughs> they would be like, bitch, we don't know who you are. Shut up. <laughs> Literally, that's what they're going to say. I mean, do you think now that you would ever try therapy if you got the right therapist? Like, if you called and said, hey, I need to start therapy, but I've been there before. I don't want the same person. Because I didn't have a good experience with her. I feel like I would. I would give therapy another chance. You think so? I really do. I feel like you need to. I'm just saying. I feel like you should. I don't know. I do feel like therapy would help me with like all the shit that's going on now. Like especially with Timmy getting ready to leave. Because you're afraid of being alone. Yeah, I am. Oh, my God. I'm about to cry. Like, Mom. I don't get it. I don't think it's I'm afraid to be alone. It's just I've gotten so used to being me, Timmy, and Wyatt at the house. And now I have to get used to it just being me and Wyatt 
except for the days Timmy's home. And, like, I know it's hard. Well, I mean, I don't know it's hard because I've never been through it. But, like, I see how easy it looks for you and John. But we started off that way. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, well, this is going to be easy. And then Timmy told me, hey, I'm going to be on the road next week. And, like, I just had a full-on meltdown. Well, it's because you weren't expecting it that soon. Because you weren't. I wasn't. He wasn't supposed to leave till the second week of or October, of December. And now he's leaving the last full week of. He's leaving Thanksgiving week. And I think that's what it is. This is Thanksgiving. There's a chance he's not going to be here for Thanksgiving. And that's something I have to get used to because mm-hmm. he's not always going to be home for holidays. Because there are so many people there and more seniority than him. And they're going to request those days off. Yeah. Because they get to request them in January. So sad. Therapy could help you with that. I know. I don't want to say therapy could help you completely. Because it, it could won't. probably, like, like they could give me, like, some... They coaching. give you tools. Yeah, they... Yeah, whatever. She, tools. My therapist, when she got me on a Medicaid... Because you see a therapist and then... You see a, what is it? A doctor. A psychologist? No. Psychiatrist? No. What's a psychiatrist? It's the therapist. Oh. So a psychologist is the one that can just pre- prescribe, prescribe you medicine. medicine. Yeah. yeah. So a I've doctor. seen her. And, you know, even my therapist was like, well, how do you feel now you're taking medicine? I'm like, oh, I'm so much better. Like, I can tell a difference. Even now, like, I quit taking my meds, you know, when Colton was, I was pregnant with Colton and Colton was born. I didn't take them. Like, I just got back on them this year. And sometimes when we get busy in the mornings, I forget to take my medicine. Oh, my God. And by 10 o'clock that morning, you can tell I haven't taken it. That's when John's like, did you take your medicine? And I'm like, oh, fuck. No, I didn't. My bad. But the other day when you didn't take your medicine, you were like, yeah, I did. Because I thought I did. And it was sitting on the counter. Yeah. Because in my mind, I remember getting it. Yeah. But I don't remember why I set it down. I think I set it down to let God out because she was on my nerves. And she you just kind of yeah, and forgot I forgot about it about it because it was sitting right by where my drink was. So I mean, I just feel like, and I don't think everyone needs therapy. There are so many people out there who are like, oh, everyone needs to have therapy, especially now that in TikTok. You know, everybody on TikTok diagnoses you with ADHD and anxiety, anxiety, depression, depression and PTSD. Like, no, not everyone fucking has it. You're you do not have depression because you're sad because something didn't go your way. That's not fucking depression. Preach it, sister. You know, I have depression. You have depression. My depression is I don't want to fucking get up. I want to stay in my bed and not move for weeks. But the difference is you really do it. I, on the other hand, since I have been to therapy, especially, and not even just therapy, because I had all of y'all depending on me when I was younger, I learned how to slap a smile on my face and push fucking through it. And then when I get in the shower, I cry. Because I couldn't let anyone else see me cry growing up. Because that meant I was weak as fuck. And that's not the truth. You know. You do not have depression just because you're sad. Cry me a fucking river. Sorry about it. And I hate when people are like, oh, you have a good life. You don't have anything to be depressed over. That's not how depression works. No. My my ex fucking said that shit to me. That is not how fucking depression works. At all. I, I don't wish depression on anybody. 
It sucks. It will literally drain you. And you can, now you can tell when I am depressed because I don't want to do anything. I'll still do it, but I'm just like, mm, if you want, that's fine. Like, I can tell when I'm depressed. And I try not to be that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not like you and John and listen to sad music. I don't do that because. I listen to sad music even when I'm happy-go-lucky. <laughs> yeah, so. I just, I can't because I don't want to get, I've been in that deep, dark hole before. Yeah. That's where I was before I had Camden. And I, I don't want to go back. That's my biggest fear is going back to that, and I don't want I've that. noticed, like, whenever I do have, like, when my depression is, like, at an all-time high, I listen to more, like, gospel music than no. anything. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I pray every night, all through the day, all the time. You know? When I was in my depression before therapy with Cam, before Camden, I can't tell you how many times I hit my knees and would just cry, asking God to help. And he did. He gave me a son. You know, he said, I'm going to help you build yourself back up because someone has to raise him. Yeah. Because I want to, and you know, I was drinking because I was depressed. I didn't want to feel anything. I don't want to feel a damn thing. And I think, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you did it again when you and ex broke up. No. No, you did, you mm-hmm. were not drinking like you were. Nope. That was not a in. depression. That was. I'm for, finding myself. Yeah, I forgot who the fuck I was. I forgot that I'm a badass bitch. That's what that was. I was finally able to be a 27, 28-year-old again. Yeah. You know. And, so and it's just, not like you, like, drank every no. fucking day. Like, no. you went out every other weekend when you didn't have Camden. Yeah. You know, when his dad had something to do with him. Yeah. I didn't go out all the time. Every other weekend. Most of the time it was to a local bar here, and I didn't even really drink that much sometimes. No, you would pregame. Yeah. Which is <laughs> fine with me. I'd rather do that than pay drinks, drinks at a bar. Oh. But, I mean, I just feel like... And a lot of people are going to say that, like, oh, well, you know, you have God. Yeah. You do. You can pray. You can go to someone in your church to help you and talk to you about things. But at the end of the day, you do what's best for you. Mm -hmm. If you feel like therapy with somebody who has no dog in the fight of what you're going through, I feel like if even, like, you go... To someone like in your church if that's what you choose it's not confidential like it would be with a therapist if you go to your preacher it normally is or your pastor whatever depending on how like i'm like our never mind i'll shut up like how good the preacher is and who's all there yeah. kind of like the situation we know that's going on now yeah um because, like, you have some preachers that are, like, you know, that really, it really does stay between you two. And then you have some preachers that will go and tell the whole fucking church. Yeah. So. I'm sure there are preachers out there that turn it into a fucking sermon. Oh, I'm sure. A hundred percent. But, oh, well, it is what it is. I just feel like if you don't know what to do and you're depressed, reach out. A hundred percent. Reach out to somebody, anybody. It doesn't matter 
if it's a stranger there's a hotline that's what i was looking up yeah i meant to look it up earlier uh it doesn't matter y'all can you know reach out to us yeah we're fine with it i mean she's looking up a number yeah i am sorry you can tell she carries the show literally you can continue talking about reaching out what am i gonna say okay i will say i'm always i'm i am a good person to talk to because all i I sit there and i listen as you can tell i don't talk very much i'm gonna tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear but i'm not gonna if you're in that deep of a place i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be like mean about it i'm gonna be like let's fix it yeah um so for the suicide and crisis lifeline you it's available 24 hours and it's got english spanish and i'm pretty sure more you can call 988 or text 988 um which is cool that you can do (laughs) sorry uh, i had to just throw beats off the desk so that's it changed from the suicide hotline to the 988 it's called 988 suicide and crosses lifeline that's neat um yeah i guess also so people like if you're in a certain spot you don't and you don't want people to know yeah they're gonna know and they they do offer texting which is cool um i don't i feel like if you're in that deep of a place if you have one person you can trust talk to them yeah a thousand percent talk to them i had a friend who died in high school we don't know the exact cause what we know she took some pills her blood pressure bottomed out or her blood sugar bottomed out we're not sure um i don't think she did but still but we also lost a grandpa to suicide so please reach out to us you can talk to us on tiktok instagram snapchat facebook or email i get the email sent straight to my phone reach out to anybody it doesn't matter if you're still in school and you feel like you trust your nurse your school nurse more than going home tell them it's worth it you were supposed to be here for a reason so be here and fought the battle with us every day every day every day she's about to cry of our lives as she sings high school musical yes i'm a very emotional person i'm not my eyes are watering because i keep yawning do you have anything to add no any words of encouragement for people who are in a deep dark place and debating on going to therapy do it (laughs) even though she don't (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna say you got this but that's such like a generic thing to say and like it doesn't it doesn't help it doesn't help anyone but nobody really knows what to say i mean i can say i'm always here like i i love to listen to people talk and vent and all that like i i love it I don't know why. I do as long as you don't tell stories like Timmy and Camden. 
Where, like, they tell one little thing, and they go off to another little thing, and then they get sidetracked, and then they go back. And, and it like, takes them forever. You're completely lost. I can't do it. it I get, I zone out. Anyways, well, that's this week. Um, Next week, we're going to be talking about not talking to siblings, which, funny thing, has changed since we started this podcast. Yay. So, we'll get more into that and how all that went down. So, we'll see y'all next Friday. Bye. Bye.